What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Big Shots NFL Draft Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Hernishan, joined as always by my colleague over at Blue Chip Scouting, the best co-host in the business, Devin Jackson. Before we hear the amazing voice of one Devin Jackson, just want to thank our friends over at Built Bar who are sponsoring today's podcast. As always, guys, use our promo code BIGSHOTS to get 10% off your next order of the greatest protein bars in the world. Now that that's out of the way, the voice you all came to listen to, Devin Jackson. What's up, Mike? How you doing, man? Pretty good, pretty good. Uh, Thursday, uh, I actually have an off day today. It's been a crazy week uh, for me for work, so glad to get an off day uh, on Thursday. It's a little bit weird, usually at work right now, but hey, I'll take it. But ready uh, to talk some uh, college football this weekend and, uh, you know, dive into some tape once we get off here. Yeah, absolutely, man. It's been a it's a it's a crazy week for both of us in terms of work schedules. Um, again, normally I'd be getting ready for work about now. I don't start till later because I'm working till two a.m. today. Yeah, get excited. Um, and then Dev and I get to go home after this two a.m. shift, sleep a little bit, and then be back tomorrow at one thirty. You gotta love it. Uh, but yeah, so Devin, last night the MAC came back. There were no ranked teams in the MAC, but yes, um, there were some really fun moments, so that's always exciting. This week we get the return of the Pac-12. Again, really excited about that. Uh, for those who don't know, I'm a diehard California Golden Bears fan, so I'm thinking that this is going to be a good year for us. Stay in that top 25 consistently. I think that Justin Wilcox has that team in the right, going in the right direction after years of just straight up bad before him. So looking forward to it. Let's get into these top 25 previews. We have two ranked matchups, t- uh, not tonight. Normally we record the second show on Friday. That's why I got very excited. The, we have two ranked matchups tomorrow night, Devin, starting with number 11 Miami on the road at NC State. Ah, man. I would be a lot more excited if Devin Leary was still a quarterback for NC State. Uh, so that that kind of sucks. But, hey, I'm looking for, um, you know, NC State to try to get something going offensively. We've got Kerry Angeline, Emeka, um, Emezi for NC State as well, the receiver. Um, those are two guys that are on my uh, NFL draft radar for this year for NC State. Um, and then on the other side, of course, you got Miami. Uh, Quincy Roche, uh, Jalen Phillips, uh, defensively Bubba Bolden. So uh, those three guys are, are going to be defensively wise, uh, big names to watch for Miami. Uh, and they all three could have a big game. Uh, NC State has struggled a bit without Devin Leary at quarterback. So I would not be surprised if this turned into a route, man. I, I like NC State. I think they're, they were going to have a, a way overachieving season if Devin Leary was still in the fold. Hell, they might have beat North Carolina if they had Devin Leary, to be honest, the way North Carolina has looked a couple weeks, the last couple weeks. But uh, and then offensively, of course, for Miami, got to look out for the Eric King and, and see what he does uh, for for the Hurricanes. But I got Miami winning, of course. Like I said, NC State, it, they've hit a rough couple weeks and injuries are starting to pile up for them. So I got Miami in this one. I got Miami as well. Uh, I forgot to mention the line on this one. Devin is ten and a half. So you pick a Miami by more. Yeah. Same. All right. This one's going to be the main event 
I'm sorry, Miami. This is the main event of Friday night. We got number nine BYU on the road at uh, number 21 uh, Boise State. BYU favored by uh, three points. Line on the game is 61. Or sorry, over under is 61. This is probably one of the best group of five matchups you'll find this season. Uh, Boise State, we know how much success they've had over the past decade and a half. Uh, they, they've been really, really good. But, you know, you look at BYU, they have been phenomenal this year. And it starts with Zach Wilson. So it will be the Zach Wilson show again on a Friday night. Um, you know, usually he's always those late, late night games. But Pac-12 is back. So Pac-12 after dark is in full effect this week. This week. So, uh, but Zach Wilson, like I said, it's going to be a big, big game for him. It's probably one of the toughest teams he'll play this year. Um, so we'll see how he does, man. I'm, I'm excited to see what happens. I got BYU winning in a close one. I, I think it's probably, I think, I'll take BYU to cover as well. I think it's going to be like six, seven point win. I would agree with that one. Although, Devin, uh, like our guy Dante said on Twitter today, I'm a little bit nervous um, about Zach Wilson because Boise State's going with the all black look, and oh, those are just so crisp. You, yeah, you look good, you look good, you feel good, you feel good that you play good. Sometimes. 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 <laughs> but uh, uh I, I don't know, man. BYU might come out with the all-white. We know how crispy and pristine the all-white is. So. Got me excited. Uh, I'm going to pick BYU in this one as well. I think it's going to be, again, probably, you know, within 10 points, maybe, maybe around 7. Devin, I don't know about you. I am very excited about the first game we're going to talk about for Saturday. Number 23, Michigan, on the road at number 13, Indiana. Uh, Michigan favored by three and a half over under 54. Man, this can, I know the Penn State game was a statement game for Indiana, but this is another statement game. Um, you got, you gotta, if you want to be the cream of the crop, you gotta beat, you know, some of the, the historic names in the Big Ten. So last year it didn't go too well for Indiana. I think Michigan uh, beat them pretty badly yeah, last year. Yeah, they beat them down pretty bad. Um, and it, it was just a really unfortunate game because, you know, they had some injuries for Michigan. I mean, for Indiana as well. Had Peyton Ramsey at the helm. Uh, this team is a lot better with Michael Penix, in my opinion. I know that he hasn't looked great the first couple games, but I'm giving him some time to sell back in from his injury. Uh, this could be the game that, you know, Indiana really – puts people on notice that, you know, it's not about to be a walkthrough for Ohio State uh, throughout the rest of the season. So I'm going to take Indiana to win. Uh, I, I got them winning by three. Uh, they got cardiac Hoosiers. This one's tough for me, Devin, because it Michigan, what they did to Minnesota, that really impressed me, but then Minnesota loses to Maryland. And then you lose to Michigan State, who lost to Rutgers, who – Indiana had their way with. I don't know, man. This is a tough one. I'm going to be a coward. I'm going to pick Michigan. I'm going to be a coward and pick Michigan. I'm going to regret this statement. Listen, I just don't have that confidence in Michigan, man. They I are, don't either. They are, but coached, I, they are coached by Harbaugh, man, Jim Harbaugh. I, Listen, so I don't I, have the confidence in Michigan either. That's why I said I'm going to regret this. But I mean, but I could see a scenario can where can you imagine 
Okay, seriously, our guy Rhett Lewis is going to be taking victory laps all over Twitter if through the first three weeks Indiana has beaten both Michigan and <laughs> if they've beaten Michigan and Penn State. Because when he said that when I interviewed him, I'm like, oh, okay, Rhett, yeah, yeah, they're, they're still going to be two of the four of their biggest <laughs> Uh, competitors in that division and and you know what it, it may very well happen within the first three weeks i'm i'm gonna take the cowards way out i'm afraid of greatness i am gonna take michigan the thing is for me i'm just worried about uh them winning the battle at the line of scrimmage because they have the athletes on the outside in my opinion to compete with some of these top teams but that interior man it's it's tough it's tough to match what michigan has especially defensively they don't have a plan for Cody Pay and Aiden Hutchison. It's going to be a long day for Indiana. That's my thinking. That off, that Indiana off the line is not great. This is going to be a low scoring game. Michigan's used to. You're so disappointed in me. I can just tell. I can just tell. Devin's just like, man, this. Um, Devin on the inside is going. I need a. I need a co-host that actually is is not afraid of greatness. Nah, I, I mean, I am a little disappointed, though, because I just, for sure, I saw the game, like, he's going to pick Indiana, so I'm like, we're about to be on this full Indiana hype train, but I understand. I understand. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, next one, number 18, SMU on the road against Temple. Temple's 1-3. Our guy Dante not having a very fun time covering uh, this team. SMU favored by 17.5, over under 62.5. They'll be 1-4. <laughs> <laughs> SMU I, hate to, I, I hate to put it that way, but they're going to be one and four. Yeah. Um, SMU covers next. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they they could not stop Tulane's offense last week. I don't think I don't see them stopping SMU. So yeah, I that's got a big SMU. step up. <laughs> I got SMU uh, by at least fourteen. Ooh. All right, Devin. This next one we have Arizona State. That's right. You heard me right. Arizona State. It's a noon game at USC. Oh, Last yeah. time Arizona State played a noon game, they were facing Michigan State. Uh, Let me tell no, you what, man. 9 a.m. local kickoff, number 20, USC. Keaton Slovis, Jaden Daniels, that is how you get the conference started. It's going to be a rough game. That first oh, quarter is going to be rough. Because it's 9 o'clock in the morning. You're like, oh, yeah, you got to play a football game at 9 a.m. Like, What? I think the earliest I, I ever I think the earliest I ever had a kickoff was eleven o'clock. Yeah, I can understand eleven o'clock kickoffs, but nine? Nah. <sighs> That's like some J V like play on a Saturday type shit. <laughs> yeah, that's like you know when like you're playing like uh like summer league ball? And they have, like, you know, the the main event of that day is, like, the kids that are either, like, in high school, like, get, you know, that's their summer league before they go to play in high school, and they're, like, seven, you know, 17, 18 years old. But, like, if you really want to sit through the whole day at, like, 8 a.m., there's, like, the, the five-year-old team. Yeah, like, that's what this kind of feels like. Get ready for a lot of penalties. A lot of penalties. Because at 9 a.m., this is bound to be a lot of penalties. Miss assignments. It's going to be, it might be, like I said, it's going to be an ugly first quarter. Uh, I forgot to mention, uh, USC favored by 10.5. The line, uh, the over-under is 57.5. Nope. I am taking Arizona State to cover. Uh, before we get to that, got to talk about some of the, the draft prospects. Arizona oh, yeah. State, Jack Jones, um, for starters, a corner. Really, really good. Uh, you Frank got Frank Darby. Darby. 
on a on the outside offensively. Uh, Chase and you got, Lucas at corner. Yeah, Chase Lucas as well. And then of course you got Jaden Daniels uh, going to hopefully be a top twenty two top twenty twenty two quarterback uh, next season. So get the campaign started for Arizona State. Um, USC on the other hand, of course, you got Keaton Slovis, um, our guy Cardonic. Uh, he has been on Slovis since he played last year. Been doing tons of breakdowns of him, so I know he's excited for Saturday. Um, and then you got uh, the two receivers. Uh, they're escaping my mind. Um, Tyler Vons? Yeah, Tyler Vons. St. Brown. Yep. Yep. Two guys right there. Um, Elijah Barrett Tucker on the offensive line. A lot of these guys have been forgotten about, of course, since the Pac-12 has just now started. But there are going to be names that people are talking about over the next couple of months. So we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, ultimately, though, uh, I will pick USC to win. Um, I got them. I got them win by three. Uh, I'm going to pick, yeah, USC by three. I think Arizona State not quite ready for, to take that jump. I think next year they're going to be really good. I would have never thought Herm Edwards is exactly what this team needs. Nobody will have thought, but he's not playing around with them. <laughs> no, he is not. All right, another noon game on this one, Devin. We got West Virginia fresh off their upset at Kansas State. They're four and two, facing number twenty-two Texas. Texas favored at home by six and a half, over under fifty-five. I am not picking Texas to cover. West Virginia has played everyone incredibly close this year. Even blew out Kansas State last week. Um, I'm picking West Virginia. I think West Virginia, Virginia, eh? I think West Virginia will beat Texas. Um, I'm still mad that Texas won last week against Oklahoma State, but Oklahoma State beat themselves, man. They really, really beat themselves. But I got West Virginia. Uh, I'm going to take Texas. I think West Virginia covers, though. West Virginia lost to Texas Tech. True. It happens. I know. All right, this next one. We have, uh, okay, this is weird. You're going to love this next game, Devin. We have number 25, Liberty. Their biggest win to date was a blowout over Syracuse. On the road at Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech favored by 14 and a half over under 67 and a half. Oh man! I love I how the ranked team is fit is fourteen and a half point underdogs. Oh man, that is tough. <laughs> that is tough. Virginia Tech is going to be pissed off after losing an inexplicable game um, to Wake Forest. So our guy Christian Darrisaw is going to come out and just like start sending these kids flying. I think Liberty hangs around though. I, I don't. Think they, I think they hang around. Uh, I really like their quarterback, Malik Willis. He is like, I don't even know how to describe his game, but he's like a mix between like Lamar Jackson and I don't even know who else, but he has the, the strength of God in his arm. He can launch the ball 70 yards with ease. Um, Man, uh, I got Virginia Tech winning, but Liberty, I think Liberty covers. Uh, I got I got Virginia Tech covered in this one. Sorry the, to the fans. The last time I picked Liberty to do anything, they lost to Rutgers. So true, true. But they they did not have my guy Malik Willis at quarterback. They did not. They did not. However, however, I am a bitter, bitter old man. 
<laughs> so no, I have, but but, ser- but seriously, uh, Liberty is coached by Hugh Freeze. Um, they they have been a relevation this season. So, like I said, I would not be surprised if they kept it close. Um, but man, it's hard to play against a Virginia Tech team, especially coming off a loss to Wake Forest. They're going to come out pissed off and ready to play. Yeah, for sure. Uh, this next one I don't think is going to be all that close. Devin, we have UMass on the road at number 16, Marshall. The over-under for this game is 55.5, and, and Marshall is favored by 45. <laughs> at first, I thought you were going to say the line is 55. I was like, yo, and then I heard 45. I'm like, good God. Yeah, yeah. So the over-under is 55.5. And and I Marshall is take, favored by 45 take, points. I cannot take Marshall. That is to cover. 55 to. <laughs> sorry, that is a 50 to five score line. If you bet the, uh, if you. <laughs> I'm not betting. I'm not. I'm not taking Marshall at all. There, there is so no way. So you think UMass way. covers? Yes, they gotta. They could lose by 42 and still <laughs> cover. <laughs> There's no way, man. There's no way. No way. I'm picking them. Take a Marshall to cover at all. <laughs> it's impossible. Forty-five point line. Last I am. Last time we had that observe a line. Syracuse actually gave Clemson hell. So yeah, I am no picking way. UMass to cover, but I still think Marshall whips that ass by like four touchdowns. That is that is insanity. I love how the under the over under is fifty-five, but the line yeah. is forty-five. They say, yeah, you're going to win. Uh, you're going to put up like barely. three points, but just get stomped into oblivion. Jesus. They have no respect for UMass. I mean, it's UMass. That's true. All right, next up on our on our, uh, on our our game slate, Devin, this is the main event of the 330 games. We have number eight Georgia, uh, sorry, number eight Florida on the road against number five Georgia. Actually, not on the road. No, this one's being played at the Jaguars Stadium. They always play that one in Jacksonville. I always forget that. But yeah, so uh, Georgia favored by three and a half. Oh, sounds about the, the correct line. I got Florida though, man. Um, Stetson Bennett. No. You're not. You're not gonna sit here and tell me he's gonna roll out Stetson Bennett and they're gonna beat Florida. Like they beat Auburn, but listen, man, they're not being Florida with Stetson Bennett at quarterback. So we might see. Uh, JT Daniels this week. You might see him. Might be. I forgot to mention, uh, the, the only reason I mentioned this is because if it's listed by ranking, uh, Wisconsin and Purdue would be played at 3 o'clock. It's been canceled again due to Wisconsin not getting it, their shit together in terms of COVID. Uh, that sucks because Purdue would have had a huge chance to play spoiler. Can you imagine Purdue beating Wisconsin? That would be so Big Ten for this year. I mean, the Big Ten's already been on crack, so. <laughs> yes, yes, it has. And I've loved every second of it. Yeah, so I, I got Kyle Pitts having a big game. I'm really excited for the matchup with Kyle Pitts versus Richard LeCount. That is going to be a big-time matchup. Is if, LeCount, if, if, yeah. if LeCount's playing, I just yeah. remember. Yeah, I was um, say. But if not, it's going to be rough for Jordan. Kadarius Toney's going to be covered by Eric Stokes and, and Tyson Campbell. Good luck. Yeah. Uh, hey, you know what? That that Florida offensive line is going to have to to block Aziz Ojolari. Oh man, there are so many good matchups in this game. I'm gonna pick. Uh, I'm gonna pick Florida in this one. 
I had more faith in Florida than I do in Georgia. Like I don't I don't love Florida's defense, but they did show a little bit of improvement last time they played. You know, last week. So I I'm just torn because are we really trusting Florida's defense? But at the same time, there is no way in hell I'm trusting Georgia's offense. So it, it's a it's a tough matchup. But yeah, like you said, I got Florida winning this one, man. And I I think they they're gonna ride that to the SEC championship. All right, Devin. Next one up, we got number six Cincinnati hosting Houston. Cincinnati favored by thirteen and a half. Over under on this game is fifty five. I got Cincinnati winning and covering. Um, Houston has been a tough team. Um, if I'm not mistaken, they played BYU tough, um, and then they um, they're just a tough team, man. <laughs> to to be honest, but Cincinnati, I got Cincinnati winning. Desmond Ritter should have a solid day. Uh, defensively, that defense is something else. Uh, James Wiggins, Wiggins, Ahmad Garner, and crew. Uh, I talk about them every week, but they're they're special, man. They're they're a really good secondary, probably one of the best uh, in in college football. So, I guess Cincinnati win this one. Yeah, I, I'm gonna pick the same. I think Cincinnati covers. I think they go over uh, the 55 point uh, you know, uh, line. I think that uh, they might be able to put up 55 points on their own. So I'm, I'm going to pick Cincinnati in this one. Uh, Devin, I don't think we need to spend too much time on this next game. We have Kansas on the road at number 19, Oklahoma. Uh, the lo- over-under on this game is 63.5. Oklahoma favored by 38 points. Give me Oklahoma and give me the points. Uh, give me give me Oklahoma, give me the over, but give me Kansas to cover because I have no faith in Oklahoma's defense. Listen, Kansas has been desolate. I'm aware. I'm aware, but I think that Oklahoma is going to put, probably give up 20 points to Kansas, which means that they'd have to be putting up close to 60. They're going to beat them 66 to 21. Book it. That would, ah, ah, 66 to 20. Oh, wait, no, that's not how math works. Never mind. <laughs> no, never mind. Never mind. Forget I said anything. That's not how math works, Mike. Get, I was going to say 59 21 and, and really hit that line, but. I think 66 points. I would have been like, ha, ha, and then I would have realized, wait, I'm dyslexic and not been able to uh, <laughs> to do the math properly, as I already did. All right. We have for this next one, Devin, number 14, Oklahoma State on the road uh, at Kansas State. Oklahoma State favored by 12 and a half. The over-under on this game is 46. Could be a trap game. Yeah. Could be another, could be another one for Oklahoma State, but I think they bounce back ultimately. Uh, I don't know the I don't know the status of Col- Colby uh, Harvell Peel for this week. Uh, I know he left the game last week, so I think that will you know obviously hurt if they don't have him. Uh, but at the same time, uh, the defense they were putting a lot of lot of bad positions last week. You know the offense giving a ball the ball away. You know uh, special teams. You know giving up a touchdown. So you can't put it all on the defense last week. Offense made some really big mistakes as well. Um, but, yeah, I got Oklahoma State winning. Uh, I got Kansas State to cover, though. Um, yeah, I'm going to pick Oklahoma State to cover. I think that Kansas State, uh, It listen, they got a tough road ahead. Uh, they got to try to fight, but I think that Oklahoma State's going to come back pissed off after turning the ball over five times. So, and give me Oklahoma State to cover. Let's hope, man. 
All right, Devin, how about this next one? We got number seven, Texas A&M, on the road at South Carolina, over under 59. A&M favored by 10. Don't think it's going to be that high scoring of a game, but Texas A&M will win, uh, and they will cover. So that is my take about that. I am far less interested in this game from the SEC than I am in the Tennessee-Arkansas game. That's going to be a big one. That's going to be a big one. Uh, because if Tennessee loses, we that that would be four straight losses for Tennessee, and then Jeremy Pruitt's back on the hot seat again. We thought he was going to leave it, but nope. The the truth is he never left it. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm looking at it right now. Listen to this. Mississippi State is favored by 19 points this week. Against who? Vandy. I wouldn't even take that. I'd take Vandy to cover. I don't even think there's going to be. 19 I might take Vandy points. to win. I don't think there's going to be 19 points scored in that game. I might take Vandy to win. That's going to be my game where I just punish myself by forcing myself to watch it. You're going to regret it. Oh, see, that's like, going to be no. one of those condensed games I, I watch at the end of the night. Oh, I thought you were going to watch it live. Oh, hell no. I don't get the SEC <laughs> Network. I don't get the SEC <laughs> Network, man. You, think, you talk about thinking we get the SEC Network up here in Toronto, man. Do you know how hard it is to find college football on a Saturday up here? Pretty hard. Listen. Granted, that's why uh, certain services were put up that I can't go into further detail about. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, back on this game, uh, A&M wins. They cover by, by 10. Uh, South Carolina sucks. <clears throat> well, they don't suck. They're just disappointed. And speaking of coaches on the hot seat, Will Muschamp. Uh, he's not on the hot seat. He got his big win already this year. Yeah, yeah, that's right. South Carolina, all you need to do is just win one big game, and then you avoid getting fired. Exactly. Who they beat again? Who did they beat? <laughs> Such a memorable game that we don't even remember. Auburn. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's not a big win now, is it? Uh, all right, Devin, next game. This is a 7 o'clock game. Flying through these games so far this week. Uh, you can find this one on FS1. You have Baylor, who is one in three, on the road against number seventeen Iowa State. Keep the game. I don't want it. Iowa State favored by fourteen points, over under forty seven and a half. Baylor has been bad. I like Dave Aranda. I I, I like Dave Aranda. You like Dave Dave Aranda. I do. Too. The problem when he's in is that purple and gold. Yeah, the problem is, is Baylor just not ready to... They weren't ready to lose Matt Rule. At all. He had him overachieving. Yeah. Baylor's offense... Baylor's offense has been so bad this year. They might be one of the worst college football offenses in in the entire whatever existence. Hey, hey, could be worse. Could be worse. Mike Leach... In, uh, Mississippi, 93rd in total offense. 93rd, Devin. Let me know what Baylor's ranks. Uh, uh, I, why don't I do that? I gotta know. Because it, it can't be good. Okay. Uh... uh Okay, hang on. What do we got? Sorry, they're only listing like 50 at a time. So, Kansas is at 106. This is out of 113 eligible teams. 
Baylor is 98th. Mississippi State is 89th. Yikes. Baylor is sandwiched between Eastern Michigan and Vanderbilt. <laughs> By the way, Michigan Eastern has Michigan only played higher. one game. Yeah, Eastern Michigan is actually higher than both Vanderbilt and Baylor. Uh, and for context, when I mentioned Mississippi State, uh, the two above them and the two below them, the two above are Pittsburgh and Buffalo. The two below are Illinois and Kansas State. Jesus. Uh, would you like to know who has the worst offense in terms of yards per yes. game? Yes. UMass. Of course. I should have saw that coming. Uh, but right above them is Utah State. And then Akron. All teams that just started playing. Uh, any, <laughs> anywho, <laughs> I got Iowa State winning there. We can go. We went off game. on a total tangent there and I love it. By the way, North Texas, second ranked offense in, you know, in terms of yards per game. Interesting. Yes, at 595. Jesus. Yeah, that, that. Uh, Devin, this is the big one. We have number one Clemson on the road at Notre Dame. They're number four in the country. Clemson favored by five and a half, over under 51 and a half. Uh, I do not feel confident, that confident in this pick, but I got Clemson. Dude, I'm going to tell you, DJ Uwangalele is going to absolutely destroy Notre Dame's defense. I... I don't have faith in Notre Dame's defense. I don't have faith in their offense. Yes, they have Jeremiah uh, Owusu-Koromoa. That's all they really have on defense. I'm not impressed with anything else they've got going on, um, other than Kyle Hamilton, but that's a 2022 guy. And then on offense, listen, uh, the the day you find me saying things that are good about Ian Book is the day I stop watching college football. Uh, Ian Book is everything I hated about uh Guys like Clayton Thorson, Nick Fitzgerald. Um, who are some of those other really bad quarterbacks that, that, that people just love to talk about? Uh, yeah, those Colin Klein, he's all of those guys wrapped into one terribly bad prospect for a quarterback. That manages to just win some games. Uh, give me Clemson. Give me Clemson by like three touchdowns. Jesus Christ. Oh, Sorry. boy. I, I do not, not see yet. that. I see at least a, maybe a 10-point win, but I do not see three touchdowns. Oh, I see three touchdowns. All right, and this is a team that that is going to be with – this is a Clemson team that's going to be without Xavier Thomas for the first half, and they're missing a couple players due to injury. I don't care. I think they're the deepest team in the country. I don't think Notre Dame stands a chance in this one. Good Lord. Speaking of not standing a chance, Devin, we got Rutgers. On the road. There's not even a line available for this no, game. No, 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 no. Please don't tell me they're playing who I think they're playing. Devin, oh, God. Devin I'm going to tell you this. I think Vegas just knows, so they didn't even bother putting together an over, under, or a betting line for this game. They're at number three, Ohio State. Jesus Christ. Oh, why did they do it to Graciano? So, I mean, there is no betting line. It's not an it's not an even. Uh, I think we're both taking Ohio State. I don't even have nothing to say. Man. I can't believe they did this to me. By the, <laughs> it's not even a, this, by the way, 
this game is on the Big Ten Network. Ohio State got the Big Ten Network treatment. In week three, nonetheless? Yeah. Oh, my God. You should have gave them, like, Michigan State or somebody else. Give them Northwestern. Give them Iowa, somebody else. Uh, Iowa's going to be busy. Iowa, by the way, is 0-2, favored over 1-1 Michigan State, because the Big Ten makes no sense. By, like, two touchdowns. Sheesh. Um, Obviously, Ohio State. Um, Would you care to predict the final score since there's no betting line? 56 to 20. I am picking Ohio State to win 56 to 10. I think this is going to be a bounce back game for Sean Wade too. By the way, um, he's he's going to get an interception. Is it though? Because here's the thing: you can't really have a bounce back game as a quarter if your defensive line eats the quarterback. He's going to have an interception. You heard it here first. All right. Devin, back on, back on some Pac-12. I have an idea since there are a couple, not as many games this week, and the next one is, well, Coastal Carolina and South Alabama after that, and I really don't care about picking that game. We'll, we'll just go through the Pac-12 this week. Let's do it. All right, sound good to you? All right. Let's do it. So, number 12, Oregon at home against Stanford. Oregon favored by nine. Now, Stanford was bad last year. Uh, give me Oregon by 17. Ooh, yeah, but I, I say that, and then I'm actually going to just agree with you, because I don't like Stanford. <laughs> I don't like Stanford. I don't like David Shaw. I don't like the program because of who my favorite school is. I hate Stanford. They gave they made people think Jim Harbaugh was, like, the be-all, end-all coach, and look how well that's worked out for them. So give me Oregon. Give me C.J. Verdell to have a big game. Yeah, I don't even care who's starting at quarterback. I just know Stanford's not going to be good this year. All right, Devin. So the other Pac-12 games, like we said, the next one's Coastal Carolina at South Alabama. Coastal Carolina's favored by 18. Give me Coastal Carolina. Yep. Done. All right. (laughs) The other um, Pac-12 games that we got, we have Utah at home, favored by 14 over Arizona. Give me Utah. By Give me 20. Utah. Arizona's got some good players, but they lost a lot on defense. They did. Because Tony Fields, he transferred. He's, He's balling. Colin He's Spooler, who was supposed to be their best you know, prospect over the summer, he transferred. He's at Texas Tech. Balling. I think Lorenzo Burns transferred as well. Yeah, for me, uh, I'm definitely watching Brand Keefe uh, tight end for Utah in this game. Uh, he was one of my top five tight ends in the summer. They lost um, a lot of talent at Utah. They did, they did. But I think he's going to be carrying that offense because, whoo, boy, they, they lost Zach Moss. They lost uh, Huntley. Uh, they lost a lot of production. Um, so it's going to be it's gonna be a, a rebuilding year potentially for Utah. I don't see them um, competing this year in for the back Pac-12 championship. Uh, I think they probably have a 500 record or close to it. So, but I got Utah winning this one. Yeah, Arizona's really only got two guys that I'm interested in it at all. In wide receiver Jamari Joyner and uh, offensive tackle Donovan Lae. Uh, the rest of the offense, though, I know does the, the rest of the team really doesn't do much for me. I'm gonna take Utah. Give me Utah and the points. Devin, we have UCLA on the road at Colorado. 
Colorado starting a converted safety at quarterback, but that's not important because your guy, uh, Dorian Thompson Robinson, UCLA favored by six and a half. Give me UCLA and give me a big game for Dorian Thompson Robinson, man. Uh, yes, and then I will cry sad tears because it means Chip Kelly is one and zero. Listen, I, I I don't like who he's coached by at all. Uh, I think he does him a disservice, but at the same time, man, I'm I'm been excited all summer long. Been waiting for the Pac-12 to come back for this moment. Listen, man. I talked about Zach Wilson. I'm hoping DTR can do the same type of thing and uh, and have a great phenomenal season with no turnovers. I, I just hope that he can make better decisions this year, but he is definitely my guy in, in terms of uh, potential 2021 quarterback. So let's let's hope he, he has a good, uh, strong start to the season and, and let whatever happens come his way. Uh, but yeah, UCLA went in by 10. All right, this next one's going to be big just because of the matchup that we have. There's an individual draft prospect matchup. You have Oregon State edge rusher Amilcar Rashad going up against right tackle for Washington State, Abraham Lucas. We have Washington uh, on the road at Oregon State. Oregon State favored by one and a half. <sighs> Boy. Um, hmm. I like I, Oregon State running back. I don't even know who to pick in this game because I have no idea what I'm going to see from Washington State, what they're going to be running, what they look like offensively without Mike Leach at the helm. Um, I'm going to take Oregon State because I, I, I just don't know about neither of these offenses uh, to really make a determination. I don't know their quarterbacks, but you best believe I'll be watching this game. I'll be tuning in. Yeah, absolutely. I am picking um, – I'm going to pick Oregon State in this one. I like their running backs. I like Jamar Jefferson. Uh, Oregon State, low-key pretty decent. They've got the two kids that were on last chance, you, uh, out of corner, the two brothers. Uh, Washington State's losing a lot. They have Nick Rolovich uh, coming in from Hawaii. He managed to piss off his entire team within about 15 minutes of getting there. Um so truly, he's, 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 he fits the mold of what Washington State likes because, well, Mike Leach did the exact same thing, uh, immediately when, when going to Mississippi State. Give me Oregon State in a close one. But Devin, the most important game on the college football schedule this week. Washington on the road at Cal. Washington favored by a point. Give me Cal. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yep, I got Cal. Uh, Chase Garbers, he's going to be good uh, this season. Really took some nice steps last Devin, year. Devin, I am extending your contract as co-host. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, I got Cal, man. Look, Washington always has those guys on th- on defense. Uh, got Elijah Molden along with some other players. Um, the edge rusher as well, Joe Tyrone. Uh, but listen... Y'all sleep on Cal. I'm trying to tell y'all right now. They are a dark horse to win the Pac-12 North. Yes, sir. Um, oh, you could have just stopped at Pac-12. <laughs> Listen, I would love to see a Cal-UCLA uh, Pac-12 championship. I'm telling you right now, as that works, if that were to happen, but it's definitely not. 
but at least for UCLA's sake, uh, they they're just not consistent enough. But anyway, back to the task at hand. Uh, defensively, they got Cameron Bynum, uh, someone that we both like, someone that we both know us over the summer, and uh, ID as one of probably the best technically sound corners in this class probably uh just from a technique standpoint so he he's has that title for me at least if your team needs a corner this is the game to watch because elijah molden and cam bynum yeah yeah uh molden probably a uh slot corner a nickel and you got cameron bynum probably a cb2 uh at the at very most i don't see him being a cb1 for nfl team but He'd be a good, really good option as a CB2, um, especially on a championship contending team. I think he can help put them over the edge. Um, but, yeah, yeah, like I said, I'm excited for Cal. I'm excited for what they can bring to the table. Um, you got Koi Dang as well, uh, the linebacker who is freakishly long uh, and athletic, uh, someone that some people have discovered already, but someone that um, could be – one of those late day two guys that just rises up, rises up from nowhere, and people really didn't know too much about him. If you don't uh, study college football, you know to the core. But yeah, I got Cal winning, man. Yeah, absolutely. I have Cal winning this one. I think it's gonna be a close one. This is just gonna be a very fun game. This is gonna be physical. Uh, Justin Wilcox, the head coach of Cal, obviously, I think he was the defensive coordinator at Wisconsin beforehand. If I, if I do remember correctly, Jimmy Lake was uh, the defense corner for the, for the Huskies before Chris Peterson retired. Uh, these are two teams that are definitely going in the right direction. Wisconsin, uh, not Wisconsin. Uh, Washington had a bit of a step back last year. They finally started putting it together this year. It's going to be a fun game. Um, anything else you want to say before we get out of here? Uh, no, man. Um, just wish that everyone be safe. Um, you know, the presidential election will probably be announced. It's still uh, going on and it's Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. It'll probably be announced within the next day or two will be my guess. Uh, likely Thursday night, maybe Friday morning. Um, so for those of you, especially that lives in, live in those big cities, be careful. Um, especially when you're going out places because there, there could be riots and, and rallies and such. And, you know, just everyone be safe, man. Uh, and get to continue to wear a mask and continue to follow the, the guidelines just because we're having an election doesn't escape us from being in a pandemic. Um, so just just be safe out there, guys, because it, it's it's going to be interesting next couple of weeks for sure, uh, especially in the United States. And, and with everything going on, it, it could be could be chaotic for the next couple of weeks. So. Y'all stay safe, man. Uh, enjoy the, the slate of college football games this weekend. Um, and uh, let's get to it. Yeah, and that's going to do it for today, guys. As always, you can find me on Twitter, Mike H underscore the draft. You can find Devin on Twitter, RealD underscore Jackson. By the way, Devin, you just crossed the 2,000 or 3,000? 2,000. 2,000 mark. Uh, Devin putting in that work, uh, angering fan bases left and right by just tweeting out clips. Uh he puts out really good content every day. Like, his content is far better than my content. So if you're going to follow just one of us, pick Devin. Uh, follow both. Follow both, though. Uh, follow the show on Twitter. That's a more important one. Follow the show on Twitter, Big Shots Pod. Uh, as always, thanks again to our friends at Built Bar. Use the promo code BIGSHOTS, all one word, uh, 10% off. Um, 
look out for my um, uh, NFL picks article that was released on Thursday. We'll see how well that did uh, compared to how the Thursday nighter went. Have fun watching the Thursday. Uh, hope you guys had fun watching the Thursday nighter. Stay safe. Wear a mask. Follow Blue Chip Scouting at Blue Chip Scout. And uh, we will see you guys again on Tuesday.